Hi, welcome back to the CrossFit Gambit Strategy <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Tuning in for episode number nine. We have had a long day. Yeah, we we have. We, it was a it's long. It's been day. a good day. I'm here again with. Uh, well, I'm your host Andrew Essig. Um, I'm here again with Tony Spillaney. 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 Spaghetti. Uh, Tony Spillaney and Tyler Hita. Hater with a half T. Of, half of the Hater Bros. Yep. Just 0. 0.5. <laughs> 0. 0.5. <laughs> um, Tyler is going to order some new shoes. Yeah. So we're... Oh God, we thought that would be fun to talk about. Olymp- wait, um, uh, well, we kind of talked about Olympics. Tony's, Tony's really interested in, in my... You, be, you didn't hear my opinion. Okay. Tony's no. really interested in my LaCroix flavors. <laughs> Um, yeah, I noticed that he's over here just chugging down an apricot LaCroix, which is a flavor that I've never seen anyone drink or purchase. It I, usually just I've sits never, on the shelf. I've never seen him either. I don't know where it came from. Kelly bought it somewhere. How is it? My wife. You guys know my wife, Kelly. Oh, I've met her once. Kelly, once or twice. Uh, I don't you know, know my wife, Kelly Jackson? Kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> what, does she, what does she do? Uh, she She's a personal trainer. <laughs> At, 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 City? A, at a global Does gym? she go to Fit City on Jefferson? <laughs> no. No, she doesn't. No, that's, she uh, doesn't. That's, that's Jeff's gym. Remember Jeff from Show Me? That's he his owns gym. it? Yeah, yeah, he was on Jefferson right well, there? Well, I don't know if he owns it, but it's his, like, he put all the equipment in it. It's like his display. Yeah. Yeah, display gym. Yeah, put I, all think, his equipment I think when on. he's trying to sell equipment, he uh, takes somebody. people there to show him what his wares. It's pretty far away from his warehouse. Yeah, but he delivers, so. Or... They could I think he wanted to be in the city. They could maybe have a couple of locations. I don't you know, know, on the on the counter side of that, Tony, it would be really expensive for him to have a warehouse in the city. You wouldn't know anything about that. So Tyler's been lifting in um, Nike Metcons. Nike Metcons, unfortunately. Um, no, not unfortunately. You're fine. We're we're a Reebok household here. Yeah. Um, but Tyler's been lifting in Nike Metcons. Tyler's a fairly strong individual. I would say above average strength levels. What's well, your being, average? being generous? Yeah. What's your What's your most recent clean PR? Uh, the the like hang, any type. The hang power clean at three forty was a big one for me. Hang power clean at three forty. That one day with Shane though, didn't you hit a three seventy five clean? Uh, no, I hit three seventy. He he kept three seventy from the floor. Mm-hmm. That's strong. That's, yeah. I mean, it's not like we're not breaking any records here. Don't no. get me wrong, but that's I was that's surpri- good. I was surprised. I that's good that for your average kind I'll of. Be, I'll be. A, I'll be honest. Yeah, open level or regional level athlete. That's yeah. a strong numbers. Point being, is a fair amount of weight to be putting up in in a non weightlifting shoe. Yeah. So, and my squat isn't great. Time has come. Tyler's ready to get a new pair of just general training shoes, and a pair of weightlifters. So why, why do we think it's a good idea for Tyler to have weightlifting shoes? Um, Tyler actually has really, really good dorsal flexion and super flexible hips. Did we talk about weightlifting shoes in the last episode? We, I, f- I feel like did. I heard you say I that brought them the up term because I dorsal flexion yeah, 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 is yeah. one of your catchphrases. Yeah. We talked about well, it for a little bit. Well, Tyler's yeah. been really set on like getting some sort of Reebok Nano because he has a bunch of pair of Metcon, Metcon. So he wanted to get some Nanos. And I was like, sure. I was like, look, we might be getting, you know, Nanos at some point, so you should get some yeah. weightlifting shoes as opposed to getting 
a pair, another pair of training shoes when well, he has been, three, four pairs of Nike. Yeah. Nikons. Well, to clarify, we've been looking at getting like a. Did you flip that on? Yeah. It, oh no, it's off. Actually, that's the. Uh, oh. That's the noise canceling. Wow. It also <laughs> amplifies a little bit. Um, sorry, t- headphone issue with Tyler. But um, yeah. To clarify, we've been looking into getting like a matching, some matching nanos for the gym, like in some gym colors and stuff, which would be cool. So we're kind of doing some custom. Fitting out some custom stuff online, and uh, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the new 6.0. Yeah, um, I want that shoe. Reebok. I think, yeah. and we said this last time too. I think, I think the Metcon's a very good looking shoe. I haven't had hands on. I haven't worn either shoe, either iteration of the Nike Metcon, but I have. I've had my hands on a pair of the original, and they are heavy. They're ish. very heavy. Very That's my heavy. issue with them. And Reebok's done a really good job of making a light. Light but solid shoe. Like I can, I can do some some solid weightlifting in a in a nano, and not feel the two Metcon though. I have worn both. Is night and day better? Is it? I wouldn't put it up against my Nano Five or even. I I love my Noble just for comfortability. You should ask Matt Fraser. He just got about twenty seven boxes in the mail. It looked like did he? Yeah, yeah. But um, via Snapchat. What does he get? Get some of the threes. Those I don't so know. Sick. I just saw a box. His kitchen was. Li- he literally had a stack of boxes up let's to his sh- chest. Let's show kitchen. Andrew a picture of these threes. You got to see. These are just the black and white, but. Oh yeah, what's going on there? Those are good looking, they're, aren't they? They're pretty sick. That's a good looking shoe. Uh, I mean, I'd put that on my foot. Yeah. I gotta be. I, I don't know. That that's. I mean, that's not my. Because taste. of color or there's because a lot of shoe of, style? There's a lot of white sole. That sole cuts way up into yeah, the yeah. side of the shoe. Because it, it's based off their basketball platform. It looks a lot like the Kobe shoe. Kobe Bryant shoe. Oh, there's good. A, I was worried that it wasn't going to look like Kobe's shoes <laughs> while I'm doing CrossFit. I can get you another uh, picture where it's got the, how gum, many, the gum bottom. How many home runs has Kobe God. hit this year? Uh, I, I believe he, 24 is he, the, re, the correct. He retired last year, actually. <laughs> Right before the World Series, what a shame! But the, uh, I I brought up to Tyler that, um, to sum up Tyler's mobility, in my opinion, is that he Dorsal from the, flexion from the lower Dorsal half of his flexion. body, from the waist down, he has above average flexibility. I would say in his ankles, his hips, he has great internal rotation. He can get in positions. You know, yeah. he has a deep squat. Oh, I can How, get however, in positions. in his upper rib his, cage, yeah. Let's let's tell everyone I do have thirteen the, pairs of ribs. I do have an extra pair of ribs up, up yeah. above my collarbone. He has a weird rib in his collarbone. I don't know if that really helps. Do you think it does something to your shoulder flexibility? Uh, it definitely doesn't help. How sick is that? I like that. Yeah, it's, I, I Andrew's to, still not a fan. I just love okay. the gun. I'd have to see it in person. It just like I, I'm confused because I look at it when I first look at it. I go, "That's the same shoe." And when I look at it a little bit longer, I go, oh, it's the same shoe made out of a different material. It yeah. looks like it's woven out of canvas or something. Yeah, they, they want to make it look like a sock. It looks like it's wool. It's, the, it's, it's, like their new, it's their new fly knit uh, technology. Yeah. Why apparently. would you want it to look like a sock? Because Nike's uh, innovative. They're always don't, at first Don't get one. me wrong. I'm not. We're yeah. looking at the Nike well, Nikon Were they the first ones to put Kevlar on a CrossFit shoe? I don't know. I don't think, that's, I think, that was I don't think they've done that but yet. Anyway, don't get me wrong. I'm not. Uh, full disclosure, Kelly is, my wife is sponsored by Reebok, so, um, she occasionally gets me a pair of shoes. Occasionally. Yeah. Well, hey, I, I, I wasn't even the first person in our gym to have nano sixes. And I feel like really when you're sponsored by <laughs> like, like 
five or six of our members were strutting around a nano AJ, sixes. AJ had uh, nano at least sixes five or six like, of our yeah. members had <clears throat> nano sixes before I had a pair, which I feel like is a little bit unfair. But uh, unfair. <laughs> when he's got like seven pairs of nano fives. Yeah. Andrew walks in the gym I, one day. What the f- no, what I the have, fuck are I those? I only on have your two feet? pairs of nano fives. I don't have those yet. I don't have those. I only have two pairs of nano those. fives, and I bought one for myself. Oh, you bought all oh, those. And then Kelly got me the other pair. Wait, don't you have? You've had to purchase a pair. You of have your shoes? white. Yeah. You have your white uh, nano fives. Yeah. Then you have those purple and gray yeah. ones. That's it. Really? Yeah. I did. Reebok doesn't make any purple shoes, which obviously is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and if you stated before, you don't believe that you should have to customize a shoe just to get a color that you want. Yeah, That's where Reebok which really I have done, and I do like those Nano Fives, and I'm really, I'm really glad I got them in purple because they're they're still one of the best looking shoes. Yeah. Um, but I got my Nano Sixes, and I have not looked back. I've I've scarcely worn my Fives since I got my Sixes. They're they're all of to me. They're kind of all of the positives of the Five with a little more comfort. A little more. They put a the they put a rigid. thicker upper. Well, the five's rigid, but like I think the sole looks appears like it's pretty much the same. But they put like a thicker. Um, they put like more padding in the upper. Mm-hmm. The material on the toe of the five mm-hmm. is like a millimeter. Yeah. It's like nothing. It's really there. thin. Yeah. I think that's why the toe box feels so huge, and I think that's part of why I might like the six a little better because the toe box isn't less big, but there's a little more padding there, so it gives you a little bit of. Support and cushion. Were you up saying in the that it box? looks like there's more there's more material up here in the in the ankle part of the shoe on the on the six? Is that what you're saying? Uh, all over the entire shoe. Okay, like all over yeah. the upper. I'm for sure gonna get upper a, meaning not the sole of the shoe. Yeah. Like I'm the, gonna get a pair of a Reebok trainers. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm gonna get a pair of Olympic lifting shoes. I think. Yeah. So. Well, so the big deal with with lifters is like there's a ton of stability to your lift, but also. You get the, your heel lifted off the ground, which adds, you know, it kind of relieves tension from your calf, which allows you to sit more upright in your mm-hmm. in your squat. You also get a lot more lateral stability. So when you're doing stuff like running, jumping, that kind of stuff, you want a lot of flexibility in your foot. So you mm-hmm. want to be able to move around. When you're weightlifting, you want to keep that foot a little more restricted on the sides. You want to have support. Like most Olympic, Olympic lifting shoes have two Velcro straps to even further right. support that. Um. So it, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to explain. Like until you put them on, there's just a feeling. There's just a sense of security and stability. It's like you're stuck to the floor almost, which sometimes makes yeah. me feel a little. Well, and the heels are always very dense, and they're kind of wide, a lot of times, and they're they're a lot of times also heavy. Mm-hmm. So when you land, you're just, you know. Yeah. And the the bad thing about all these shoes is they're good for basically nothing else. Right. Like you don't even want to take a walk around the block mm-hmm. in them, but for yeah. lifting, they're pretty excellent just don't start wearing them for like wall ball workouts i won't i don't oh, I hate that air squats gonna... <laughs> people are doing cindy and their lifters yeah. doing pull-ups push-ups air yeah. squats. i can't even really see a scenario where i would wear them during a, a con, during conditioning i like all. the squat so, more than i even like the olympic lifting them just to feel solid when you're squatting mm-hmm. yeah i'm just recently switched over but the big thing about you is i think it will help you we were talking about your lower body is already great but it's yeah, gonna have help. You, have you gotten a pair of Oli shoes since the last episode? Or was, did you get those before the last step? We recorded the no, last episode. I, uh, wait, when did we record the last episode? Last two weeks last ago. Week, last Thursday. It was one week ago. So you've had you've had them before. I've, but I, you had I've had them for much. about two weeks. How's your? So talk us through your first. Yeah. Two weeks of. So Oli shoe I ownership. just squat snatched in them for the first time on Wednesday. Yesterday. Yesterday we snatched. No, yeah. we did on Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. we snatched. Yeah. That was the first time I had squat snatched in them, and I felt 
really good. The first thing I noticed is I'm I have decent mobility. Um some people that don't have good mobility think I have amazing mobility, but like I know where my mobility flaws are, so I always think I don't have great mobility, but I noticed that it takes some pressure off my shoulders because I can get in a little better squat position and my shoulders aren't tweaking forward as much. And sometimes my left shoulder will kind of get a little not feeling very good if I'm hitting a lot of squat snatches over and over and over again. Basically because your torso yeah, tipping forward. Yeah. Or think, I'm a little toey um, sometimes and I'll, you know, internally rotate that shoulder a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Ch- now I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm feeling stacked better. Yeah, your snatches did look good on Tuesday. So, yeah. if we if we walk through that scenario for the for the layperson who may be listening, essentially you're you're saying that your your heels from the ground up, your heels slightly lifted, which kind of relieves some of that tension on the calf, which means your uh, butt can drop a little bit lower into that squat without without taxing other systems, probably. Yeah. And maybe your knees can even drive a little bit further forward without taxing the ankle any further because you have that heel lifted, which allows your torso to sit more upright in a squat, which requires less out of your shoulders. So Mm -hmm. if you're lifting, if you're like snatching in flat shoes, for example, or like a, like a cross training shoe or something like what Tony's saying is he gets toey is his weight shifts forward. And what's actually happening, like his weight shifts forward, and that may not seem like that big a deal, but a lot of times what happens is if you're out front, that torso is leaning forward, which requires a lot more shoulder mobility, which means your shoulders actually have to move further back behind your head to support the load, which means they're more likely to roll forward or internally rotate, which yeah. causes a missed lift. And I only have that issue when the weight gets heavy because, like, I can sit there and squat snatch all day long in my nanos. Like, I yeah. have good mobility, but... It's like for well, heavy you can get you can get away with a lot of errors at seventy five pounds, Tony. But when you step up to eighty five, that's when <laughs> yeah yeah things get pretty serious. When I get to the women's Isabel weight, that's when I get real. <laughs> what did did you did you PR your snatch? Um, it was two for two reps. I hit two, two fifteen for two hang. I've never done a two rep hang snatch, so I don't know. And I, I didn't know straps too. I wanted. I have been borrowing straps. I need to get my own pair. I don't want to ask for them again, but I was thinking if I would have had the straps, I would have hit 225, 230. Oh, well. But I did do – it's that second rep. I just never catch the the hook as great as I would like to, like when you can set up from the ground. Yeah. It's not that my grip is bad. It's that I don't have – it's not a grip issue. It's like where I'm catching my hook issue. Sure. Yeah, because like the first rep, I have it's not. I'm not I mean, even think thinking about to, losing. I think you the need bar. to practice both. Like, there's a whole, there's a whole controversy over. I mean, I don't know if there's a controversy, but there's a little bit of controversy amongst myself and some of my colleagues and my friends. I don't know how much of a controversy there is nationally or globally over straps. I know people who are strictly Olympic weightlifters use straps a lot, like ad ad nauseum, because if you're doing a complex or more than one rep or or a hang lift or something like they're never going to do that in competition well if you're a crossfitter you you might have to mm-hmm. do that in a competition so yeah. training with straps all the time seems foolish like but the argument for straps is that you're training your body to lift the yeah. weight and in, and not in a lot of cases yeah your grip is no longer the limitation which means you can take your it puts your mind at ease that you're not going to lose the barbell you can focus yeah. on technique you can focus on well, whatever you're struggling with the thing i've found with training with and without straps is there's a big difference between 
having a grip on the bar and having a grip on the bar mm-hmm. when you're st- when you have straps on you don't lose that at all if it's if you're if you're not without straps just bare hands and that that hand opens a little bit and you just lose a few millimeters out of that grip it doesn't seem like anything and somebody watching may say oh he's got a full grip like no problem he's still got a hook grip that 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 thumb's still hooked in there but you feel it and it's 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 probably some of it's mental, but I think a lot of it's physical too. Like if you don't have that rock solid grip and you have those straps, that bar doesn't go anywhere. It's locked in. Yeah, it's like the difference. 100%. Like if you're just holding your fingernail on your hook grip, like your fingernail of your thumb, as opposed to like you got your whole thumb under your two fingers. Yeah, like that is a big difference between that. Well, the other the other factor that is that bringing the uh, bar down to your lap and having to regrip it. Oh, is time so consuming energy. and takes a lot of energy. That's the big thing. It's not even if you take your grip out of the picture, it's like it's almost like having to do a third rep. Now, would you would two. you not be able to use straps in a crossfit competition? You would not. Okay. Unless I tell you you can, but most likely no. I've never heard of such a thing. I've never heard of anyone saying it was okay to lift with straps in a competition. There's actually a lot of controversy on if you should be able to wear gymnastics grips in crossfit competitions. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and I don't no, I think the leather the general consensus on gymnastic grips is that just the leather strips with the two holes cut mm-hmm. them with your fingers is are okay. If but a a actual gymnastics, quote unquote gymnastics grip, a lot of times have a dowel in them, yeah. there's a little piece of wood, I've, which I've I don't know what that those. does, but it's, it makes it worse. Yeah, apparently it At apparently it's a bigger advantage if you know what you're doing huh. with them. I don't know. I um, didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> You're I can't. I can't imagine a lot of us would, but that that they definitely don't allow. So I don't know if they if they don't allow gymnastic grips, or would they continue to allow tape? Grips well, that's what tape, I was going to ask. That's essentially like the same. You can do the same thing with it. Yeah, it's the same thing. So I think they. I, and I think that's where people got to is they they started saying, well, we shouldn't allow them to enhance their grip. You know, if their hands are going to tear or whatever, like that's part of it. You should experience it. Well, then it's like, well, we should allow tape because what if their hands are already torn? They right. should be able to tape that and cover it or whatever. Well, then they should be able to make you know, grips out of tape. And then it's like, well, what's the difference between a grip made out of tape and a grip made out of leather? And mm-hmm. there isn't much there's, it's a little thicker, but yeah, the advantage is still the same. So I think in general, you're just allowed to use them unless you're at the games and they have to say CrossFit on them or else you can't right. use them. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what the sponsor is. It yeah. has to say Reebok or, yeah. or you have to put a piece of tape over it. Yeah, I forget what they were, what they were getting taped at the games oh i think somebody was using a weight belt that was rogue and they had to tape over the rogue on their weight belt because it's an it's yeah. a it's an apparel item and reebok is the apparel sponsor and reebok does not make belts so it was like it, it was something like that yeah. i might be making that up I right think. it was something like that where it was like well, I know Rogue is the ti- like the title, yeah. one of the title sponsors of the CrossFit Games. Why would you have to tape that over? Right. But like Reebok has the contractual if it dominance of yeah. apparel. I know that like uh, Gator sponsored this year. You know the sunglasses. Yeah. If you wore your Oakleys, you had to put or like I just say Oakleys, but any other sunglass, you had to put tape over. Yeah. There, which I just is like it's. I, so I got a pair of those Gators. Yeah. Well, if you guys had heard Tyler wore them the other day. day. Oh man, they were nice. They still had courtesy uh, of Jared. They still had Jared Stevens, uh, games athlete, sweat. games athlete sweat on him. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they got did. a little bit of the juice. <laughs> got a little bit of that victory juice. Oh yeah, yeah. It smelled like what? What was that workout where they had the, like the gross Murph 
thing they had to do oh, with the ca- with, the, with carry. the teams. Yeah, and uh, the gurney carry or whatever. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, that looked. We should try to do a version of that one time. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Um, so the other thing I I thought would be fun to talk about is what kind of uh, gym spaces you guys have been in. Oh, since we mm. are at for the people listening, or if you're kind of catching up on this episode late, uh, CrossFit Gambit is expanding about doubling its size and we we've been putting a lot of work into that last couple of days it's not fully functional yet but kind of brought to mind you have to make a lot of decisions when you do something like that like where where you're going to put things the mm-hmm. pull-up rig the weights all that kind of stuff so what uh you know what what kind of stuff have you guys seen in gyms that you thought was a great or not great idea in terms of organization mm-hmm. or like this is tough sometimes. You get you get given a space, like I always say, I've told you guys multiple times probably, but we moved into our current space, it was about 3,000 square feet out of a room that's that, a space that was probably the size of our dining room that we're mm-hmm. in right now, which is not too big. It's it's like 12, like like 12, 12 by, by 12 or something. Yeah. Not even a 12 by 20, yeah, like 12 by 12. Yeah. I mean, we had one small pull-up rig, which probably had two to three pull-up spots on it, like two places to squat. And that was it. Not like we space. could train four or five people mm-hmm. and only two people could lift the bar at one time. Mm-hmm. When we walked in this 3000 square foot warehouse, it was like, what the hell are we ever going to do with all this space? Like, mm-hmm. how are we ever going to utilize all this? And now it's, we're just we're like bursting at the seams yeah. and it feels like the smallest space ever. So I made a lot of decisions. I learned a lot the first time around and we've, we've since rearranged the gym several times, but I learned a lot like where I place things mm-hmm. and how we set up the rig and where, where do you want the bathroom? Cause we didn't have a bathroom we moved in. We had to build it from scratch and I greatly regret where I placed the bathroom originally. Um, was it in the, why is that? Was it where one of the, I wish I would have put it in, the, in one of the corners. I put it kind of Is smack. it where one of them are now? Yeah. Okay. It's the, it's the big it's bathroom. It's the big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I put it smack in the middle of one of the long walls. Mm-hmm. Like the gym's kind of a, lo- a rectangle. Yeah. And it's in the middle of one of the long walls. And I wish I would have put it over in one of the corners. Cause it's kind of like, if you're coaching a class, everybody kind of congregates in the middle and so the bathrooms are like right there in the middle yeah. with all the activities. So if anybody wants to go to the bathroom, it's like everybody yeah. knows who's going to the bathroom instead of them being able to kind of duck away back to the corner. Right. Also, it just would have, it would have made the space more of like a closer to a square. Yeah. It would have made rather it a than bit. a it longer. Cuts, it makes it choppy. Well, yeah. and unfortunately the, not unfortunately, but the, the space but that we've utilized it really well. We're moving into now the bathrooms are the same. smack dab in the middle yeah yeah and it's a, it's actually like but there a, was already a, f- a wall there there's a structural wall there so there was nothing you could do about that wall correct yeah so yeah. in in their defense and the plumbing was already there so they didn't really have a lot of choice yeah to build it because i i saw the space when there was no there was no bathroom or anything and right you could see like the, the where the plumbing was and where the holes were and where like a bathroom used to be yeah so it would have been massively expensive for them to move the bathroom well and it's not doing us any favors trying to figure out you know how long did Myself, you, and Brian spend last night talking about where we should put the rig and how it should be. I mean, it could. Yeah. There are endless combinations <laughs> of where it could go. Yeah. Um, I think we got a good. So it's a it's a good challenge. It's a fun challenge though. Yeah. Um, to to figure out where. Well, the that's best the thing. Yeah, it's not really much of a problem. Like we sit around talking about it because we like talking about it. Right. That's yeah. One thing I always liked the the original gym I started at. We started in like a nine hundred square foot facility and they they just had a wall rig just a wall mounted rig just one section there was three squat racks and probably 12 pull-up spots yeah 
And um, then when we moved in to our next building, which was right behind the next the building, in you had you had twelve pole spots and three squat racks and a nine hundred square foot. The gym was basically a rack. Yeah, I was gonna say, where did you do anything else? There was so on the three platforms, there was wood going out from them, so you could line up like three people on each piece of wood, so you could have like a Uh nine person class. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So three people to each squat rack. Like if if you had ten people in the class, you had to put people on barbells together because you couldn't have that many barbells going around in the gym. Um, we moved into a building right behind it and it was like, I, I want to say it's, it's 3,100 square foot, but of gym space, it's like 29, something like that. So, and we put the rig in the middle and I thought that was awesome. I like a middle rig and then people can be on either side of it. It's not sure. mounted on the oh, wall. Yeah. If you've got the space, I think a rig in the middle, the middle rig is sexy. cool. Yeah. 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 But I mean, but even when you, even when you look at bigger gyms, it's like, my my kind of impression of it is always shouldn't you have a smaller space or a bigger membership base and utilize that space better 100% um and not that not that putting a rig in the middle never makes sense cuz if you do have a bigger space a lot of times it does mm-hmm. make sense and you can utilize all of it but a lot of gyms i walk into and they're just like they're into that idea of having the rig in the middle and so they put it in the middle and it's like why did you do that like yeah one one gym that i saw it was down in kentucky there uh I mean, I think they had, they got a steal for the space. I think their their lease was pretty low, um, relatively at least. And they had the rig smack dab in the middle. And I know their membership, they didn't have over 100 members. And there was this giant 8,000 yeah. square foot warehouse that they were leasing for, I think, like $1,000 a month is what I, I was told. Yeah. And so they could just, they That's had this space deal. and there, you know, there weren't, they, yeah. There wasn't a limitation well, because they, if you don't ha- they weren't yeah. having to. And if you just don't have the limitation, that's yeah. fine. But like I have one gym I'm thinking of in particular in town who I won't me- mention the name of um, had a rig and it was like freestanding in the middle of the gym. But they were like, they were like, uh, man, I want to say they were four to 5,000 square feet in their space, but it just really divided the space up. So I feel like if you, if you want your class to be able to really congregate and have a huge, yeah. space to hang out in like it just it just makes if you can put it up against the wall and i think what we've done is have kind of a freestanding rig but still put it against the wall and attach it to the walls like the best of both worlds that's a good that's a good point that. yeah but yeah it, it might not a rig in the middle might not be best for running an actual crossfit class yeah but like when i walk into a gym and it's empty and like i see a rig in the middle for some reason it's yeah. just like it looks cool it looks cool but the worst thing i've ever seen is when you go into a gym and they have like 1500 square feet of offices in the front. Yeah. It's like, what are you guys doing in here that you need, that you need three offices for? Like they're giving one of the coaches an office and it's like, that was how uh, the gym I started in Grand Rapids was we had almost as much office space as like the original spot. We, we actually set up gym space. That's, it was just absurd, but we got such a great deal on the building. It was like, we couldn't pass it up. Our space was 3000 square feet and we, and I never had an office. Until recently, and and now it's a tiny office. It's like the size of a bathroom. If it's like it's a, smaller if you, than the bathroom, yeah, you fit two like we wouldn't in even there. we wouldn't even podcast in that in that office. No. It's too small. It'd yeah. get really hot. Yeah, yeah. We do have the yeah. porthole. Well, in the winter, it'll be better. You yeah. can open up the porthole. Yeah. One thing I do, and I I mean uh, Reebok CrossFit one the uh, like the hangout area upstairs the yeah. uh, like back there's the offices. How do you know about there. that? I've been there. Have you? No, I they have like a YouTube. Uh, oh. 
like a I was MTV in, Cribs. They do a gym style. See, see, this is what's interesting is, and not not that I'm like criticizing, but Kelly doesn't get to to a large extent the novelty of some of these experiences or these things. Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about this before. Like she's not really good at preserving some of her memorabilia. Right, like yeah. she, she wants, wants to, to like throw it away. She had these East Coast Championships shoes like custom mm-hmm. nanos and i'm like man just keep those and put them on a shelf she didn't want to wear them she didn't care for them I'm like well that's fine if you don't want to wear them like yeah that's cool but it's still a thing that you did and some like someday when you're like 50 you might want to reflect back on that mm-hmm. and like hopefully you're still doing what you're doing and right doing awesome stuff you might want to reflect back that you like had some of this stuff mm-hmm. like maybe i'm just kind of a pack rat or a sentimentalist but like, no i would feel the same i way. envision yeah. a room like kind of a trophy room even though she's not this you know hugely victorious like multiple times games champion or anything but it's still like you did a lot of stuff like you still want to remember the highlights of your career that a lot of people want to do or having got to do yeah i was at i was at reebok crossfit one several times and was never in the hangout area really like never never got to go up there it's just like it looks fucking like kelly's always well you saw the we had a we had a kind of high profile visitor there and it's like i wanted i wanted to start a athlete wall or celebrity yeah, wall at the gym where I print great, out photos of some of idea. our more storied athletes that come and you're in. you're going to get them to sign it, right? Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Uh, I, well, I don't... Because remember you were saying it's going to be a picture of him with them, so... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not going to be, like, worth anything. I don't need, I don't need to, like... a signed picture of me <laughs> yeah. and somebody. I mean, maybe. Maybe just to, like, prove you'd, that it's you'd them, get, but you'd not, get like, Matt Fraser, I don't really care about that. you get Matt the, Fraser to sign it. Yeah, but it, just the no, picture's enough for like me. I don't need the signature. Fanboyish. It's fanboyish. It is. We're not trying to do that. Yeah, just, like... I feel like autographs are such a thing in the Like, a lot of places do, like, if you if you like if you just popped in and said hi or whatever and left like it, I'm not gonna worry about it. But you like you stopped in and did a workout like that's yeah. awesome. I want to I want to get a picture of it. Like it's we had a pretty high profile games athlete come through the other day and said Kelly we got we got it's t- time to start our photo wall. Like mm-hmm. she came in here she's working out she's, yeah. you know and kind of like I don't know if I want to say retired but she doesn't really compete anymore. Right. But she was like a staple for a yeah. few years at the CrossFit Games and uh, it's like we should get her picture and we can put it up on the wall. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a great idea. And then she comes in, and I, I hadn't like actually been introduced or whatever. So mm-hmm. she comes into the office, and I'm like, oh, you know, nice <laughs> to meet you. Thanks for stopping in. And Kelly's like, she's like, oh, can I take off? And Kelly's like, okay, yeah, see you later. And I'm like, Kelly, what about the picture? She's like, oh, she's gonna be back. We're like, she lives four states away, and she's in town. <laughs> like, when is she gonna be back? And she, she has this concept that like people that things are going to happen a million times in the future and she never needs to capitalize on a moment i'm like she does oh she's like she's gonna be you know she's she's gonna be here tomorrow she's gonna drop back in i'm like we don't know that people always say they're gonna drop in tomorrow and then it doesn't work out or whatever and then later it was like oh she'll be back for sure she left a sweatshirt and a pair of sweatpants here still didn't come back. sweatpants like, and sweatshirts i've still seen there. enough drop-ins come through the gym to know that there you're there's never a guarantee that they're coming back correct yeah and she may be back in the future but so um this is my favorite CrossFit gym. It's CrossFit Clue. K-L-E-W. Yeah, I've heard of that. And they have, uh, they use old, um, uh, like what would you call these in a shipping yard? Uh, crates? Like oh, a, shipping crates. Yeah, like shipping yeah. crates. Massive shipping crates yeah. as their offices and their bathrooms. That and, is cool. And they stack them. And then also even the uh, the front entrance is... Uh, this is crates. uh where, where is, is this that? where is How this sick is that is this in new england it's in new england yeah i don't know exactly what state this but. this is uh god this is one of those really high dollar gyms oh, yeah, 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 like yeah they had some big investors yep. come in and yeah big investors they, i remember them talking about this when kelly was out of, uh, and they had james hobart go there and and coach all the coaches 
type deal. So the gym was going to be really legit type deal. Yeah. Because they made a video about it, if I'm not mistaken. I remember watching it. Yeah. I mean, yeah well, I remember a lot of something. them were talking about it. That's a cool gym. But yeah, like, it's it, it was it's huge. So it's so big that it's almost a perfect 400 if you run the run the gym. I would almost, I think I would probably yeah. hate to go to a CrossFit gym. Of, like, oh, I'd love of it. That. Dude, really? Matt, we could do, we could play freaking catch in there. No, but like, I would not like to be a member of that. Yeah, look gym. how many rowers they have. They probably have did, 30 rowers. Yeah. Right did, there. did you see the stack of assault bikes in that in first picture? Look at how sick, how, if your office was up there in a <laughs> shipping crate, how many people does it look like are in that class? Yeah, but like, that, that dude, that's exactly lot. what I'm saying. Like, what do you think? There are 40 people there, 50 people. Yeah. That's a lot for a class. That's still not proportional to the size of that no, gym. That's no an way. enormous gym. Well, they might have bigger classes. Maybe that was their small that's one. This, you could host an auto show there. Yeah. yeah it's like, pretty big. Like a regional auto show. That's this is an obnoxious size. That's an obnoxious size. Yeah. And I think that's, I don't know, maybe that's the way CrossFit's going. Maybe that's the direction. We talked about this the other night. Like maybe that's, maybe that's where CrossFit gyms are heading that, that soon and they're going to all be like YMCAs. They're going to have pools and... Uh, I think just all cool. the amenities. That's how NorCal is. They got like, well, Brian's talked about a, um, a training facility for like athletes. Yeah. And it, this is a cool concept. Like where you've got the gym, you've got like attached living quarters, a pool, you know, a trail run. That's insane. Dude, like, I had this, I had this idea like five years ago around yeah. St. Louis. There's a bunch of like old schools and stuff that close yeah. down. They go up for That'd sale. Perfect. Open a CrossFit commune, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. And you convert a bunch of the old school rooms into like, like little condominiums yeah. and, and you even have like, cause you're going to have like a bathroom on every floor. Be, so you could have like a universal yeah, or like a, a uh, be like you know, co- community bathroom. You'd have a cafeteria already there and you just turn the gymnasium into a gym. Yeah. It'd be that. That's awesome. That's a perfect idea. In East St. Louis, there's some rundown schools. We could take one of those <laughs> over. Yeah. That's yeah. safe. But you could, uh, if you found like, I, I don't know, I had a, one, but one of my first initial idea was like, man, you could sell the condos inside, like oh, set up yeah. their condos and, yeah. you, and they could be relatively affordable or whatever, but you could, you'd have the, uh, you know, you have a chef or whatever you want to do down in the cafeteria, have yeah. a, a, a thing that people could buy into, or you just have like a potluck type mm-hmm. thing, uh, you know, bring. once a day or once a week or whatever you want to do. Yeah. But I just like, it'd be cool if the, and this would, be really that would awesome. be more for like. The sport, I guess you could have, you know, I guess anybody could live in there, but Brian's idea specifically was like towards a, a you know, a, an athlete training Well, if facility. you had, yeah, so if you had, for example, we're, uh, we're moving through topics at an alarming rate, yeah. by the way. I don't know where we ended up here. But anyway, if you had, um, if you had it set up and then if the sport gets to the point where you've got Nike and Reebok and... Under Armour and some of these people, big sponsors and Noble getting behind Noble, <laughs> Noble <laughs> getting behind um, some of these athletes. They could pay, like these sponsors might pay for an athlete to come stay with you for a year. Like you got an yeah. up and coming like teenage CrossFit athlete. A but the thing is, coach. if you if you had, yeah, if we had a bunch of big big time coaches, if you could collect some of the best minds in the sport at this, uh, yeah, at this center or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it at this facility then you could get some of these sponsors to foot the bill for them to come in. If it's $2,000 a month or something for them to stay there or whatever, mm-hmm. a couple grand a month, come in and stay. 
you have the kind of food taken care of and everything, and you've got this world-class facility for them to... It'd be like an Olympic training center. It would be legit. It'd be awesome. That's what they do for the Olympic training center, yeah. isn't it? Like, when you go to training for the Olympics, you go off and you, you live in a thing, and, like, your sponsors yeah, have to pay Colorado, for it. It's a whole... Right? Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, sure. I, I think I think I feel like they're kind of all over the place. Isn't there more than awesome. one? But we don't have the resources to do that. So yeah. no, is this and, a and school that's right up the road right here? That seems like a perfect. Right there, place. It was a school, and it's it just got turned into like a that'd be a good place community outreach thing or something. I forget what yeah. it is. I mean, you you never know where this where the sport's going to go. But no. there's more money flowing into CrossFit. But I would love to run a facility year. like that. It'd be yeah, a blast. That'd be you amazing. just have like new people coming in year to year. Yeah, and just riot. Like, you just hang out, wake up, coach every day. Yeah. Go do donuts in the parking lot. Yeah. Go do It'd donuts be sick. in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would never have to drive anywhere because I would live there and work there. So I just you drive I just, my car in circles. I just have a Corvette or Do you something. have to go to like the grocery store though or like go see your mom? No, no you got a chef there. They take care of all yeah. that. That's what the cafeteria is for. So yeah. everyone comes and sees You'll you. See my you mom. Never... Yeah. You run a world-class fitness fitness facility. You don't have to visit people. Yeah. They come people to you. come to you. And then you just take Lizard vacations. Lizard. And you go vacations. You don't have your car with yeah. you. So the only purpose my car is going to serve is to do donuts in the parking lot. <laughs> Ex post facto. <laughs> so when is this happening? Um, 20 years. <laughs> well, if, if you're listening and you have a large amount of money and are interested in this idea, we're yeah, accepting. Or looking to make some money or possibly lose it all. Yeah, we're accepting Give investors. Us a call. Yeah. And... Like as soon as we pay off the expansion of the current gym, maybe we'll look into buying a school, <laughs> a school. <laughs> a school. And, and dumping. I bet they're cheaper than you think they are because oh. they're so. Run yeah, but that's the thing. Whatnot. It's not even. It's not even the purchase price of the school. If you see some of these old schools, they have like single pane glass windows in them still. They need oh my gosh! Not besides. Think of the plumbing. Think of the wiring nightmare. Oh. <laughs> think about everything. You'd have to move through, and you're talking about turning a room that's like tile and like. Hard materials meant to house 25 kids. There's no plumbing in there. Like, you know, and you're trying to turn that into a condominium. Like, it, it'd be, it'd, it'd just kind be a small condo. Too. You'd have to gut it. Well, you'd probably have to connect multiple classrooms together, but. Yeah, make it multi-level. However. Dude, this is cool idea. A, like a science room, though. It. Like a science or chemistry room. That would probably make a good condo because there'd be plumbing flat. in there. There'd be a lot of electricity. Yeah. You could build some walls in there, divide it up, or make yeah. it like kind of an open floor plan thing. That would be a good size for. Now that I'm thinking about it, think of Kelly's little apartment she had in Springfield. No, that that was, was smaller than a classroom. Oh, way smaller than a classroom. That was about the size of this room we're in too, right now. That was too small. It was like that, that was, was like, like bogey. Was, bogey felt classroom. It was like under under five hundred square feet. Bogey was scared in there. Yeah. I think we're onto something. Yeah, I'm down for that for sure. Bogey, the, bogey, the three and a half pound Yorkie was <laughs> running out of space in that apartment. But yeah, he's he's managed to stop our idea. So. He managed to annoy or if anybody, parking. Or if anybody listening decides to start that idea and you need several individuals to get involved with it, we're... Yeah. Or if anyone wants a Yorkie. We're on board. Yeah. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or if anybody wants a three and a half pound Yorkie. Or, or a couple Mark Pros. We have yeah. them bu- bundled yeah, together. We'll bundle we're bundle bogey, bogey, with bogey with the Mark <laughs> Pros. <laughs> <laughs> if you like a couple... So $1,000, two Mark Pros and Things a always sell better when you bundle them together. <laughs> I believe in the bond, though. We do have two Mark Pros. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not? Do you want to get rid of your Mark Pro? I mean, I would. How about two Mark Pros I and a Compact, and then we all just get a Power Dot? Yeah. Can we all run off what's one? It, what's how many Power Dots can we link together? Like, could I hook I my phone up sick. to, like, six Power Dots so we could hey, all... What's yeah. it called when you bundle more than two things? What is that now? I think it's, I still, think a it's bundle. still a bundle. Is it still a bundle? I yeah. don't think a bundle is limited to... 
to a pair, probably a number. Okay, six or seven well, things let's together. Bundle our 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 stems, because you can have a bundle of sticks. There could be hundreds of sticks in there. That's true. Genius over here. He's That's got true. it. God, this guy. I went to college. <laughs> I, went wow. to, I went to college too. I, I went to college and learned college. learned how to do business and bundle sticks. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I mean, I would get rid of my Mark Pro like if someone wanted it, but I feel like they're hard to sell. Might as well just keep it. Well, I mean, I think there's no doubt you'd have to sell it at a discount. I just don't notice like that much. And it's I think, a pain in the ass to use. I think it would be pretty easy to um, to sell if you got all brand new pads for it. I have three sets of brand new pads. Well, I'm just saying in general. I think they'd be... Because part of it is like it's a... You're not going to want to buy something like that on eBay, for example, and then use somebody else's pads that have been used. Yeah, like you'd need to replace all... Electrode pads need, or whatever. Yeah, yeah I have. But you're also not going to want to buy one if it's just like, doesn't have any pads with it. Yeah. Like most people are looking for that one-stop shop. So if you can, if you can bundle it with some fresh pads. I have some, I have three pairs of pads. Well, there you go. Yeah. Then I think you could sell so them. So if anyone out there is looking for um, a Mark Pro, I just have the standard yeah, we're not, Mark Pro. They're not selling things on here, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Besides advertising space. As if we you were just to trying to sell bogey. If anyone here is interested in Tony Spillaney's Mark Pro, it's been used by him. He might, he'd probably include the pads that touched his body if you're interested. <laughs> I work out with a lot of games athletes, but I haven't went to the games. Actually, I was on the roster. He works out with at least two of them. I was on the roster. You were on the roster, team. and you were at the games. You just I were in the stands. Games, yeah. Dude, we, we spectated pretty hard, hard at those games. Or or we just walked away when things were going bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst part is when they don't go well. I'm gonna spectate. So I'm I'm I think I'm going to the games this year to spectate. Really? Hopefully they're in California again, but as oh, we discussed so last pretty. time. The weather was fucking perfect. That's California, it yeah. As it is every day. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like it is now in Saint Louis in November. Yeah. Every so single it's, day. It's like the weather is creepy nice. Yeah. And that's how it is every day. <laughs> Not like here in the summer when you just roast. Walk <laughs> <laughs> out the door, start sweating. Yeah. I hate it. But I don't mind it. CrossFit Gambit 1.5 has air conditioning. Has air conditioning. Oh, I can't wait. Hey, how about, was Rob uh, complaining about the air conditioning not being on today? I don't think so. Did uh, he say something? I thought he said like, are you going to turn the air on today? When he walked upstairs. And then no one really answered, so he just walked upstairs. Me and Tyler both heard it. I didn't hear that. I think he, made, I think he was trying to hint that it was hot upstairs. I thought he said something about um, he was knock, He was asking if we were going to knock the wall out. And then he was curious because we don't. He knows we don't have AC on the other side, uh-huh. so he was wondering how we were uh-huh. going to balance. But they also, kind of they they also exercised with the door open all afternoon. So I thought that was interesting. They haven't done that before. Well, we've also been there three days, so we don't really know their <laughs> patterns very well. Anyway, we digress. And no one listening to the podcast knows who Rob is, so <laughs> thanks for that, guys. Or that pink door. Yeah. I didn't bring up Rob. That was Tyler. That was my fault. <laughs> oh, Rob from Adam. Well, and on that note, um, thanks for tuning in to the Gambit Strategy Podcast once again. Keep an eye out for possibly several more episodes in the future. <laughs> possibly. And we'll see how it goes. And uh, Gambit.